Hi everyone, this is Jonathan Farrington. Welcome back to this latest episode of the JF Interview series. Uh, my guest today is Keith Rosen. Keith's a globally recognized authority on sales and leadership and CEO of Profit Builders, named one of the best sales and coaching companies worldwide. Keith's written several bestsellers, uh, including Sales Leadership, Own Your Day, and the globally acclaimed Coaching Salespeople into Sales Champions, which was the winner of five International Best Book Awards and the number one best-selling sales management book on Amazon since 2010. Uh, but the topic of our conversation today, and really why I wanted to get together with Keith, is to discuss his new book, Sales Leadership, the Essential Leadership Framework to Coach Sales Champions, Inspire Excellence, and Exceed Your Business Goals. And I've got my my copy in my hand. Thank you very much for that, Keith. And welcome. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, JF. I always appreciate spending the time with you today. <laughs> okay. Well, look, first of all, congratulations on the 10-year anniversary of your award-winning coaching salespeople into sales champions. Thank you. Um, why so long to write a follow-up? Well, from that time I've written the book, I, clearly it struck a chord with, with many global organizations. And uh, it's, it's really, you know, to laser it, it's, it's been 10 years and, and, and 75 countries later on five continents. And uh, my marketing director did the math, about 3 million salespeople and, and leaders across the globe that we've had the pleasure and privilege and opportunity to, to impact uh, by helping them transform from manager into exemplary leader and coach. So it's really been a 10 year journey of, of amassing all of all of these experiences and stories I have. Uh, and, and most important to really appeal to an international audience. You know, I'll be the first to raise my hand and say, when I wrote coaching salespeople into sales champions, uh, I, it was a myopic view. It was a myopic U.S. point of view. And uh, while coaching is the universal language of change, uh, I wasn't able to validate that as much. And after traveling to so many countries and experiencing so many wonderful cultures, uh, it really helped cement the truth. And that truth is that the only way to build a high performance team is transforming your culture into a coaching culture and your sales managers and salespeople into world-class coaches. Mm. Absolutely. Now, on the subject of coaching, the latest statistics I saw um, from a source that I trust implicitly, um, I trust their research, Objective Management Group, um, they discovered that 6%, or it could even be less, of sales managers globally, and I hesitate to use the word leaders, um, sales managers globally um, are equipped, experienced enough um, to do their job. Uh, so in your opinion, I mean, what is the current state of coaching? So I appreciate that. I've been doing a lot of research over the last few years on this and being someone who focuses specifically on skill development, both in 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 skill as in mindset development. Uh, I, I found that people do like to hear some statistics out there to really validate why is coaching important? Why is it the most important thing as a manager I need to be doing every day? So, so check out some of these statistics. Is Number one, the Gallup organization found that companies fail to choose the candidate with the right talent for a management job 82% of the time. So if we just start there, is it a shock then that larger companies, while saying they have approximately one manager roughly for every 10 employees, Gallup also found that one 
in 10 people possess the inherent talent to manage. And if we keep building on that, it's not a mystery that employee engagement continues to sink where nearly 70% of employees are still actively disengaged. Now, here's the interesting part if we keep connecting the dots on this. Managers influence 75% of the reasons why employees leave organizations. Now, the only way they could turn that statistic around is through ongoing, consistent, and effective coaching. Now, what I found most interesting is that the foundation of coaching is built on trust. Now, check this out. A Harvard Business Review study revealed that 58% of people say they trust strangers more than their boss. Wow. Now, that's basically in a world where we have Uber and Lyft, that's like saying, you know, I'm more comfortable as a parent to put my kids in a car with an absolute stranger than with my boss. That's a pretty shocking statistic. And if we wrap this up here, studies continue to show that 79% of people who quit their jobs, it's not because of money. It's because of their boss. It's the lack of appreciation they're leaving. And ironically, again, it's the number one thing employees say their manager can do to inspire them to produce great work more than any other thing that they can do. And just a final point here, and, and we can do a deeper dive on this, uh, where those managers are out there, they want to do good. They're struggling. They want to know what they can do to eradicate all the challenge they ha have every day. And 90% of leaders think that an engagement strategy will impact business success. But get this, only 20% actually have a platform or a strategy to influence their employees. And that bleeds directly into what does it truly take to develop managers into world-class coaches and beyond to truly shift an entire culture from a result-based metrics fear-driven culture to a healthy, blossoming, safe, trusting, top-performing culture? Yeah. There's some very powerful statistics in there. One which I don't know whether you, you've read or seen or heard of before is that, I mean, you and I have discussed so many times in the past the folly of promoting the top performing salesperson uh, to manager when the vacancy arises, only to discover that, you know, in, in one fell swoop, you've, you've basically hamstrung your sales team who've lost their best performer and you've hamstrung the sales team again because you've saddled them with an incompetent manager. Um, but I read that uh, the average tenure of a sales manager promoted in those circumstances is now down to 18 months. Does that surprise you? Not in the least bit. Not in the least bit. As, as a matter of fact, I, I think that's a pretty conservative number. I mean, after all, Jonathan, you and I both know most managers in the workplace were promoted because they were good at what they did, not necessarily because they were good at making the people around them better. Absolutely. So not a shock. Then they, you know, what's the eternal conundrum? They move into management. Most managers are never equipped to truly train, develop, and most important coach, which is a learned and developed mindset and skill set. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then it's not a shock that the only thing they do is revert back to chief problem solver mode because that's what they know best. They know how to sell. 
So when their salespeople go to them, what do they do? Hey, I've been in your role. Here's what you need to do. That doesn't develop people. It just makes them dependent on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the secret? Develop your salespeople into world-class coaches just like you would do your managers. So now you're not only creating your competitive edge on coaching customers to succeed, but you're now positioning your salespeople when they are promoted. They already have the skill, the mindset, and the acumen of how to coach. That's how you shift the culture. Yeah, that's a top gun approach, isn't it? And giving them the skills before the output's required. Um, I mean, that's nirvana, really, isn't it? It certainly is. Well, look, uh, as you know, we're launching a new initiative uh, in the in Q1 in 2019 called the salesfuturists.com. Small group of up to 24 people, and I'm delighted that you're going to join us, Keith. The main focus of that group of people is to produce white papers, to share their thinking, to share their their thoughts and their wisdom. Um, but it is really uh, a group that is as passionate about the future of professional selling as I am, which I know you are. And one of the um, one of the um, uh, obvious conundrums that we're going to take on head on, literally in Q1, is what's going on in the sales space. Why have the percentage of frontline sales professionals who are doing their number uh, dipped from 64% three years ago um, to what we believe will be less than 50% in 2018. And, you know, we await those numbers with absolute dread. Now, you know, thinking about that, Keith, in your opinion, how much influence has the sales manager, sales leader got on that, you know, serious decline in performance? Well, I, you know, I always say there's there's the good news and the bad news of of sales leadership, <clears throat> and avalanches roll downhill, right? It starts from the top, and and the, I'll give you the bad news first. The bad news is when it comes to comes to uh, for every manager, um, for every challenge you have, for every underperformer you're dealing with, for every service issue that you have to confront, for every irate customer or deal you have to jump into to save, and every employee issue is always your fault. But wait a second, here's the good news. For every problem that you have, every challenge you have with your customers and your employees, it's your fault. And that's the good news because managers truly do have 100% control to empower their people, develop themselves into the leader and coach they could be to in turn develop a team of champions. Yeah. So it, conversely, if just going through the statistics you and I have shared, it's not happening without change. And I find it fascinating that think about how many companies invest millions, if not billions of dollars in research and development and refinement of their products and services. And is their product the same product it was 20 years ago? Did they just say, okay, it's good for now and we're not, have, we're not gonna have to change it? Of course not. They, they, they continue to refine it and, and, and make it more intuitive. And now with the advent of AI, this, this, this amazing technology that's out there, that's still not changing certain mindsets and behavioral skills. Technology is a wonderful thing as a complement to your sales acumen, but it will never, ever replace the salesperson. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And one point that you made there, which I totally concur with and I've always advocated is that you know as a sales manager if one of our salespeople fail we fail 
we have to accept that responsibility. I mean, if we've been involved at, at, at the recruitment stage um, and we're responsible for coaching um, and it doesn't work, then we failed. It, it's not the salesperson that uh, alone has failed. I, I truly, truly believe that. Now, going back to the book, Keith, um, and if I could just, I'm sorry, Jonathan, just to, and just to build off that for one second mm. and, and just, you know, I see this very prevalent in every industry and ironically, even in the sports industry where they're paying millions of dollars to these professional athletes. But when you ask them, hey, how much are you investing in developing your salespeople and managers? Oh, we don't have budget for that. And I'm saying the universal we across the world. As a matter of fact, um, globally speaking, I just found another shocking statistic that most companies will spend less than $10,000 a year on developing, supporting, coaching, and refining their people. Staggering, isn't it? Absolutely it staggering. Certainly is. Okay, so yeah, back to the book. Um, you say, sales leadership provides the tact the tactical path and coaching vernacular to become an epic sales leader who develops sales champions. So let me ask you this, Keith, what measurable results can be expected when implementing your strategies? Mm. So it's, it, uh, I love that question. And I, and I love when, when companies and colleagues ask Keith, what, what are you doing to measure the impact of coaching? What are you doing to demonstrate the return on investment to your, to your clients? And the, I guess the key performance indicators or, or the factors that, that I look at is, well, <clears throat> if you're coaching effectively, and of course, managers, many think they are coaching effectively, but they're not. As a matter of fact, most managers don't know how to coach. And I'm not saying it to make them wrong. I'm saying it to hopefully open their eyes to say there's a huge opportunity here and most are successful in their own right. Imagine if they could even better their best. So if managers really want to know if they're coaching effectively and what the ROI is, this is what would be present. Turnover of your top people would reduce significantly. You would accelerate your sales cycle. You would be able to have a clean pipeline. You would be able to increase retention of your customers by up from 25 to 75%. You're going to attract better people on your team. Well, here's a shocker. You're actually going to have a happy, healthy, enjoyable culture and a purposeful and meaningful and, and satisfying workplace filled with trust and collaboration. Forecast accuracy will improve and you will develop the future leaders of the organization. So at the end of the result, at the end of this, what does it all mean? Building a top performing culture that's going to accelerate growth sales, productivity, and the future of their leaders. Yeah, excellent. Okay, well look, <clears throat> Keith, you know we're time constrained, but I do want to ask you this. Uh, sales leadership has received accolades from over 25 thought leaders from the world's most successful companies. Any final wisdom that you can share with us? Well, the overarching methodology that the book really encapsulates, and I'll, and I'll try to, I'll try to laser, laser this for you. Is you know, being a great leader takes more than just leveraging a coaching framework, um, which again most do not have, uh, and developing your coaching acumen, which again is not an event-based flavor of the month. It's also the inner game of leadership, shifting your mindset and way of being and who you are to expand your thinking, and be the leader who you never thought was possible. So 
when it comes to looking at the overarching goal and what I want for leaders to take away from the book and being able to do is very simple. People create the mindset. Mindset shapes behavior. Behavior defines culture and ultimately culture determines success. And that's why the primary business objective is to make your people more valuable. Hitting the number is a byproduct of that. And that's when you're truly putting people over profit and results. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, look, finally, finally, um, do you want to share with the listeners how they can buy the book, how they can enjoy more of your pearls of wisdom, uh, how they can link with you on LinkedIn, etc. Over to you. Absolutely. Feel free to pop me an invite on LinkedIn. Uh, when it comes to additional resources, uh, go check out KeithRosen.com uh, or my YouTube channel where I'm posting a lot more videos these days. And uh, make sure you sign up for my newsletter because I provide my subscribers with some uh, uh, additional resources that always aren't available uh, immediately to the public. Fantastic. Well, Keith, uh, um, I'm going to enjoy reading the book. It only arrived, I think, three days ago. So it's on my list of things to do this weekend. So I guess you'll have it done by tomorrow, Jonathan? Uh, no, by Monday morning. Don't be cheeky. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I do want to wish you all the best of luck in this year's Top Sales Book of the Year contest. Uh, the results, as you know, Keith, um, will be announced on uh, December the 20th. Uh, we've got a first-class judging panel this year, and um, I think you've got a very, very good chance of picking up a medal. Um, I'd be very surprised if you don't. So best of luck with that. And best of luck also, of course, if you're in, in any of the other categories, uh, which I'm sure you will be. Thank you for joining me. I know how busy you are, um, jet-setting globetrotter. Um, and I hope you'll come back early in 2019, and um, we can talk some more about key sales management stroke leadership issues. And of course, again, I'm really looking forward to working with you on um, the sales futurist. So many oh, thanks, Keith. It's truly my pleasure. And uh, for those leaders out there, just in the morning, wake up and ask yourself, what can you do to make your people more valuable? And remember, coaching is a language and it's just something you do every day. So always be coaching. Always be coaching, indeed. Thanks, Keith. Hey, okay. take care, John. Okay, everybody, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, you've got all of Keith's details. I suggest you connect with him um, and uh, get across to his site. But most importantly, I really, really recommend you buy this book um, because, you know, I've read extracts and it's top drawer. Uh, Keith's brought his A-game yet again. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye now.